0: Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast today. Today, we're gonna talk about three simple ways to get more sleep today. I know when you are like, oh my gosh, I really want to get more sleep, but I don't know where to start. It can feel super, super overwhelming. So I'm going to give you three very, very simple things that you can do today to start getting better sleep. But before we dive in, I wanted to tell you this quick story about a mom that I worked with last week at a consultation on Thursday. And she said that her baby was falling asleep around 11 PM, waking up soon after at 1130. Would cry for two to three hours and finally, finally fall asleep around two in the morning and then wake up off and on until 10 a.m. again. Her baby is six months old and they were just exhausted. She did not know what to do and it's been six months of no sleep. So she booked a consultation. We talked through her situation, came up with a plan, and this is the email I got from her on Monday. So just four days in, she said, Hello, Jessalyn, just wanted to update you from the last time we talked. My baby is able to fall asleep so much easier now than the beginning of sleep training. We are on day five and so far it's been going so great. Not only is he crying less, but it's taking him less and less time to fall asleep. Naps are going really well too. He does not feed in the night and yesterday was his first night getting 11 full hours of sleep without waking. I am so thankful for you and so grateful that you showed me the way to get better sleep for both myself and my baby. Zoha, thank you so much for sharing that. I love watching all of you, I love watching these parents that I get to work with tell me their situation and they're literally just desperate. They're like, I am so tired, I am not functioning, my marriage is struggling, my mental health is struggling, my baby is struggling, like we are all just exhausted and we don't know what to do. So we come up with a plan and honestly, 99% of the time in less than a week, these families are sending me messages like this saying that their baby slept through the night, they feel like a new person, They just can't believe it. And I just love getting a front row seat to see the changes that these people are willing to make, that these families, that these parents are willing to make, and the effort that they are willing to put in to change their lives for the better. And I like sharing these stories because if you are out there, if you are listening to this and you are in that situation, if you are like, my baby is crying for hours every night, my baby is not sleeping, I am not sleeping, I don't know what to do, there's no hope for me. I want you to know that there is hope and it's completely possible for you to teach your baby how to sleep in a safe and gentle way in a short period of time. So if you started today, you could literally be getting 11 hours of sleep four days from now. It's possible, I've seen it time and time again. I've seen it work for families who literally thought it was going to be impossible for their baby because they're like, well, I know that it works for other babies but there's no way it's gonna work for my baby and then it does. So if you are ready to sleep, Book a consultation i would love to talk it through with you and i would love to help you and your family get more sleep because you deserve to sleep and your baby deserves to sleep too so okay with all of that being said let's transition into three simple ways to get sleep today because again i know that it can feel really overwhelming So let's just talk about three things you can do that are super easy. Anyone can do it. And I know they will make a huge difference. Okay. So the very first thing that you should do, if you're not doing this already, please do it today. (laughs) You might already be doing this, but the number one thing that I recommend is starting to have a consistent bedtime routine. So having a bedtime routine is huge because it lets your baby's brain know that it's time to fall asleep. Just like adults, we have bedtime routines, right? Like you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you get your bed ready, you turn the lights off. There are things that you do to let your brain know that it's time to wind down and go to sleep. So why would babies be any different? Babies need a consistent bedtime routine as well. So you can do as simple of a bedtime routine as you want or as complicated as a bedtime routine that you want whatever works for your family i have talked to families who literally spend an entire hour on their baby's bedtime routine whereas i personally spend about five minutes on my baby's bedtime routine it's personal preference whatever you want to do but just be consistent with it so my baby's bedtime routine we do a bath we do lotion and jammies then i feed them out in the family room in the light which i'll talk about this in a minute then I change their diaper because they always seem to pee before they're even done with their bottle. So I change their diaper and then if they're a newborn, I swaddle them and make that part of the bedtime routine. If they are over four months and they're rolling, I put them in their sleep sack and that is a sleep trigger and part of their bedtime routine. Turn the sound machine on, turn the lights off, and I put my baby in bed wide awake and those sleep triggers, that bedtime routine, lets their brain know that it is time to wind down and it is time to fall asleep. If you do not know what sound machine you want to use, what sleep sack you want to use, anything like that, I will link my favorite ones in the show notes so you have a place to turn. But just know that these little tiny things, these little sleep triggers you incorporate into your baby's bedtime routine will make a huge difference in letting their body start to relax, which will optimize their sleep. It will make it so much easier for them to relax, calm down, and fall asleep. Okay, The second thing you can do to get better sleep is to teach your baby the difference between day and night. Now, especially if you have a newborn, chances are your baby is sleeping all day long and then the second you're ready for bed at like 10 p.m., their eyes are wide open and they are ready to party all night long and you have a really hard time getting them to not only fall asleep, but stay at sleep. So just know that this is very, very normal, especially in the beginning, which is why in my first four weeks guide, one of the things that I recommend doing is teaching the difference between day and night, because that is going to start forming your baby's internal clock. You want your body, your well, you want your baby's body to align with the sun, right? Their circadian rhythm. You want them to wake up with the sun and you want them to go to sleep when the sun goes down, right? Like that's kind of how our bodies are made and designed. But when they're in the womb and it's dark all the time and you're moving during the day, they're rocking in your womb to sleep. Of course, when they come out, they are going to be relaxed during the day because that's when they were like lulled to sleep in your womb. And then when you lay down at night and you're pregnant and you're holding still, that's when they start moving, right? I remember like in my pregnancy, every time I would lay in my bed, my babies would just start kicking me immediately. Even if I couldn't really feel them move during the day, I think the stillness told them like, okay, we're holding still, I'm going to party. And then walking around during the day really was very relaxing for them. So when your baby comes out, chances are, again, they're sleeping all day, awake all night. So what can you do about this? Number one, let sunshine in your house all day long. Open the blinds, turn the lights on, turn some music on, make the daytime feel like daytime, make it lively, interact with your baby a lot. Let the lights shine in their eyes. Like, You want to make sure that you are teaching their brain that when the sun is up, when it is light, it is time to be awake. The exact opposite is true for nighttime. When it is nighttime, keep it quiet. Keep the lights off. Limit interaction if at all possible. Even when I'm changing my baby's diaper in the middle of the night, I'm not like, oh my gosh, hey, you're so cute, like talking to them, right? In the day, of course, I'm doing all those things. But at night, I just keep it calm and quiet to teach them that at night, We sleep, we stay calm, we stay relaxed. And during the day, we are awake and that's when we have our wake windows and that's when we interact. And this over time starts teaching them the difference between day and night. Honestly, I start this with my babies between three and four weeks. And by six weeks, they have their days and nights set perfectly. So if you have a newborn, start now. If your baby is older, but consistently waking up in the night, this is also very important because you teach them that nighttime is not for hanging out, partying, playing, nighttime is for sleeping, and daytime is for playing. Also, I want to add to that that in order to have a lot of social interactions during the day with your baby, you have to make sure they're having good wake windows. So if you don't know what a good wake window is for your baby, I have a free Wake windows guide, I will link that in the show notes. Um, It's broken down by baby's age. So it'll let you know what an appropriate wake window looks like for your baby based on their age. That way you can make sure they're getting good wake time during the day. Again, teaching them the difference between day and night. Okay, and tip number three is prevent your baby from falling asleep during feedings. Now, I know for a lot of people, you're like, how on earth do you do this? Every time I start to feed my baby, they doze off, right? So I personally start this from the very beginning. So if you have a newborn, you can start this from the very beginning. But if your baby is older and they are falling asleep while eating, you need to separate eating and sleeping by about 15 to 20 minutes. If your baby has a habit of falling asleep while eating, you might need to separate it by like an hour. So how you do this is you start feeding your baby before the bedtime routine. So feed your baby first and then do bath, lotion, jammies, all that stuff after the feeding. Now people say, but doesn't my baby have to be super full? Aren't they going to wake up if I don't feed them right before bed? No. And I will tell you why. Babies are humans too. So if you eat dinner at 30 one day and 6.30 or 7 o'clock the next day, are you going to sleep any differently? No, that sounds crazy, right? Well, babies are humans too. They do not have to be absolutely just full to the brim in order to sleep because eating and sleeping are two different skills. If they're getting enough calories in during the day, if they are growing, if they are gaining weight, they're getting enough and they can still learn to sleep even if they don't eat the second before they fall asleep. In fact, two of my four babies had terrible acid reflux and I had to feed them an hour before bedtime. Otherwise, the second they lay down, they were just spitting up all over the place. I had to give their bodies time to let the milk settle. And they still learned how to sleep 12 hours. So again, if you have a newborn, start this from the very beginning where you feed your baby and then sit them up, burp them, change their diaper, do what you need to do to make sure that they are not totally asleep during or after the feeding. And it's not going to be perfect. Sometimes they're just going to fall asleep when they're newborns and that's okay. But do your best to make sure that they are awake while eating. One, this helps them get a full feeding in and two, it helps them not form the habit of falling asleep while eating. But start from the beginning, practice, do your best and this will make it easier for them to learn to fall asleep on their own. Now again, if you have an older baby and they're in the habit of falling asleep while eating, that's okay. Just separate the two slowly And gently by moving the feeding to the beginning of their bedtime routine instead of the end of the bedtime routine. Okay, so let me just recap these three simple things you can do today. One, create a consistent bedtime routine. Two, teach the difference between day and night and have appropriate wake windows. And three, prevent your baby from falling asleep during feedings. Again, these are very, very simple, small changes that will bring huge results. Start here, see what happens, I know that if you haven't done any of these things, you're going to see a huge difference. And if you're doing like two of the three, implement the third one, see what happens. That is the whole entire idea of my method is that small changes can bring big results. Sleep training does not have to be complicated. It does not have to be overwhelming. And it does not take a ton of information and a ton of steps to teach your baby how to sleep. Small changes, big results. Okay. That is it for today. Thank you so much for being here. If you could do me a huge favor, rate the podcast, leave a review, share this and tag me at the underscore sleep fairy. It would mean so much to me again. Thank you for being here and I will see you next week. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to the sleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.